This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Laurie and Julia show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Snowmobiler extraordinaire, Julia, is uh, oh. back with us today. Extraordinaire. Well, she's back. No, she's she's back. back. Is that your weekend claim to fame? Because uh, we saw your Insta videos and it was uh, Snowlapalooza. It was so fun. Yeah. Oh, it was... I haven't ridden on a snowmobile since my divorce. Oh, so it's really? been a long time. And uh, my darling ex was really nice. And he said, go ahead and use them. I haven't even asked. Oh, okay. So nice. I had a few girls up and, um, you know, it's a little tricky. They're kind of big. Getting them out of the garage, they are squeezed in there so yeah, tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. We could get them I'm out impressed. of... I'm impressed. You've become a boater. Now you've done this. Lori, and it was this. the same stress that I went through that very first year of driving the boats and everything and yeah, parking yeah. them and yes. docking at bars and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went through that again. Good. So, but you did it. I did, and it's over. Sweet. It was so much fun because we had so much snow up there. And, the, and the, it was sunny. And there weren't that many people out on mm. the trails. Nice. We found a big Viking to put the things back in the garage correctly. Or oh, um, to park them. Oh, yeah. You know, because nice. they ba- it's very tight. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, How many um, sleds did you have out? We only took out two. Okay. We had four to go, but yeah. we only ended up taking out two. I like, I like riding bitch on Did a you? snowmobile. I really, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. Getting a buck. You don't? No, not on a, not on a snowmobile. Oh, really? As long as someone, you know, feels like they can drive. If they're yeah. a nervous driver, then I'll... I'll power. Yeah, and it's just that we have to give a shout out to Michael, to Kenny, to Mary, the bar. Oh, gosh, the owner of the Lookout Bar, who is a riot, who told us the raunchiest, dirtiest jokes I've ever heard in my life. And I haven't recorded them. No, they're so good. Yeah. But we had to record her because she has a southern accent, what she tells them. Oh, funny. And then um, we had so many, we went the wrong way. My friends got stuck. We had all these different little adventures. And then we ended up... At a bar where my I got into the bar, my thumb was so frozen, I just laid down in my helmet and started to cry because my thumb was so cold. Oh, yeah. You know, you do get cold. but You it was, do get cold, like especially like maybe like around when the sun is kind of going down and if you've been out all day getting in and out and in and out and we you're left operating at, at, what time did you leave, like 10? Maybe. I think we left our place at like 11 and we went to two bars on the way there and the same two on the way back. Okay. And we got in at about 11... Yeah. 11 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, that's the long... 12 hours. Yeah, yeah, that's all your... Something's going to get But ran cold. into okay. so so many people I haven't seen, oh, and, yeah, you know, yeah, just a little fun. sore between the 
thighs from gripping the machine. Yeah, yeah. And my triceps are just like ready. Look at that. It's a workout. It's a massive workout. It's a max, massive exercise mm-hmm. snack. So it was so fun. Long. Donnie, what was your weekend claim to fame? Uh, well, first of all, thank both of you for making it possible for me and my gal to have a lovely dinner at La Grola. Oh, did you oh, go to La Oh, isn't that fantastic? Fabulous. Yeah. Really, really good. Right but on Selby Avenue in St. Paul. Probably want to make a reservation, though, because that place was jammed. Yeah, it always is. East an hour wait if oh, you didn't yeah. have a reservation. It's, it's yeah. magnificent. It's funny. Was I was there on Saturday afternoon for lunch. Was were you? Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, we were there about 6, 6.30. It was, it was absolutely fabulous. Yeah. So thank you again for making oh, yeah. that happen. You're welcome. And then uh, last night I made... We made our first visit ever to the Dakota Jazz Club. Never been there. Oh, Donnie. Loved it. Had a great table. And uh, Julia, her second song of the night, I Thought of You. When Melissa sang this. Oh, gosh. Her second song. I saw Melissa Manchester. And behind her on the video screen... Robbie Benson and Lynn Holly and Lynn Holly Johnson videos playing skating. Yes, yes. I always forget she sang this. Oh. Yes, real quickly she was she, it great. Oh yeah, she was she was fabulous. Yeah. Oh how she fun! Was, she was great. A couple of real quick things about her that I did not know. She was the first. There have been more maybe since. She was the first artist to perform two different best Oscar songs on the show. She did another one later after that. That had never happened before. Mm-hmm. And then she told a, a story about a song she and Kenny Loggins wrote that everybody thought it was, eh, I don't think it's very good. It's probably not going to be a hit. Well, it was. Whenever I call you Another song? Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody kind of went, eh. <laughs> Turned out to be a big she hit. sang it with someone else, Stevie didn't Nicks. She? she sang yes. yeah. Kenny Loggins sang yeah. it with Stevie Nicks. So anyway. Wow. But uh, Does she anyway. still have hair down to her ankles? She's got a full head, head of, of that curly, curly hair. frizzy hair. It was never yeah. down to her oh, ankles. Oh, I'm She's getting her confused Crystal Gale. with Crystal Gale. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Melissa so, Manchester. Yeah. She had one other big, huge hit. Oh, she had several. Yeah, yes. she, had, she yeah, did she two shows. She's she like here once yeah. a year or maybe once every year and a half. And she usually does like a Sunday or Monday night show, two shows. and yeah, The 6 o'clock was sold out. Yeah, I bet. Couldn't get in. Yeah. So, That's anyway. a good how fun. Yeah. All right, so Donnie, you're going out. Yeah, on a Sunday, oh boy. Um, my claim to fame was, A, I went out all day and all night Saturdays. Like but me. not like you, but not on a snowmobile. But, but you were out. I was out. And then, <laughs> but Friday night, okay, had big fun plans. Girlfriend in from out of town. The weather, you know, just played havoc, as you know, going up north. You didn't get on 35 with the... No, my, all my friends were. Oh, and mm-hmm. they crashed the pile they, up. Yeah. Yeah. She took a video and she goes, there's another one, there's another one. There were two big things like that. I took, yeah. I went through Wisconsin. So I ended up staying in on Friday night and Casey's like, okay, let's watch a scary movie. I'm always up for a scary movie. And he said, um, you pick. And he found these two movies. One was called, I think, The Wandering and one was called Train to Busan. I've seen Train to Busan. Okay. I said, yeah. I, I read about it. I said, it's zombies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in subtitles. It's Korean. We're going to watch it. Yeah. That was one of the best movies. I, it it made me cry and I was scared. It has such a sweet message underneath really? it. You know, it's oh, kind okay. of a fable in this zombie apocalypse. But the it was it was so fantastic. Fantastic! It gave me some nightmares. I had trouble falling asleep. It was the zombie action was so real. It was wow. so real. And then the little girl who was in it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was just 
I was alternately scared, and then by the end, I was just blubbering. Really? Like it was a rom-com. Really? Because it just... All right, I'm, I wrote that down. Oh, my god! Can't tell you how I spell Busan, but it'll B-U-S-A-N. be interesting. B-U-S-A-N. Oh, it, I was close. No, yeah. that's good. It, it just... It was, it was really good, and just about how people are selfish, and, you know, no. look out for a number... Anyway, they are was, not. It was... Honey, it was just so good. I yeah, don't know if you ever gave it as a DVD pick, but it uh, was... I don't think I did. And the guy who stars in it, I called him Korean Tom Cruise. <laughs> Of course you did. No, but there and his was name some, is there was his name is uh, Young Sang Ho or no that was the director, um, Gong Yu I think is the star's name. But he was really hot and he reminded me of Tom Cruise, like a character in mm-hmm. Tom Cruise. He was laser focused oh, and gosh. it was great action. Do you guys know the game? You know the game Taboo, right? Oh, yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Where you can't can't say the main word or mm-hmm. the words that would describe the mm-hmm. word, and you have a buzzer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my friend bought. Up taboo after dark, hysterical. Yeah, kind of along the lines of like a humanity with some of the words. Sure, but you know, it was just trying not to say the word and um, maybe being a little into the bottle at that point in the evening. And just we couldn't stop laughing because no one could say we couldn't even give one word out because we'd say every single word. And it's just that's a fun game for people if they're looking for a new game because taboo was always fun. I I still have it. So does my dad. It's a, it's, it's a called, it's a family favorite for all ages because everyone can get it and it doesn't take too much explanation. Ours is called vocabulary boo or something because one of my kids used it for a school project and it still has all the things that I taped on the side to help him. Vocabulary blue is a game. Oh my gosh. that he had to invent. Oh, oh gosh, I know all for right. the family that is so good with encrafted with words. Words. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you miss English you, is just something we know. Vacation, vacation, Julia on um on random thoughts on, on random thoughts yeah. on Friday. She, she came in and guested. It was a lot of death, deja vu. And, <laughs> it, was, uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, uh, facts were not. Well, they're always a, they're close. <laughs> yeah, no, it they're was, always close. It was epic. It was epic. All oh, right, fun. Listen, when we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough of it, and it's a sad one. Just graduated fresh on campus. Fresh out east and Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday in the category of incredibly terribly sad news. We get the news this afternoon about noon that Luke Perry uh passed away from the massive stroke he had last Wednesday. And um, you know, people of course had formative crushes on him. Everyone in high school in 1990, I swear, and in college watched 90210, Beverly Hills, 90210. Mm -hmm. There still wasn't that many TV options. No. So everyone was watching it. And then, of course, he impacts the second group of people, generation, by playing Fred Andrews on Riverdale for the last three seasons. I just was like, I was, I know. And, um, I was surprised when they said that he had a massive stroke and initially when the EMTs got there, he could still talk and communicate. That's, I don't believe any of the reporting that comes and okay. I can't listen to any of the, the tapes, the audio. Oh, no, no, or no. But the, his, the family shut down any news as soon as that first 911, but that was the initial reporting that he had a massive stroke and we both went, yep. oh no, because that's. Bad. 
That's, you know. Well, my mom had one, you know, a year and a half ago. Yeah. And she had it, she had the hemorrhaging kind that is in your brain and it affected three different areas. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not anything that anybody bounces back from with any ease whatsoever, unless you have some, unless there's something. It takes time, whatever it is. Whatever it is. It takes yeah. time. Oh, I just am so. So he was only 52 years old. And, you know, he um, he's from the Midwest. He grew up in Mansfield, Ohio, and moved to L.A. after graduating high school to pursue acting. And um, the Big Apple called him in 1988 to appear on a soap opera called Loving, if you remember that one. Vaguely. And then he moved on to um, Another Another World. World, And he was Kenny. And I was looking at everyone that was in Another World. Um, Ray Liotta was in another world. I mean, if you a lot look of people have started in the their soaps, starts. Yeah. But then he said um, he had an interview in 2013 talking about um, how long it took him. And we kind of heard this from Remy Malik to how many times it takes you to try out for a part. And it said it took him 256 auditions before he scored his first big gig. And he kept thinking mm. when he walked out of the room of the, the different um, casting director, directors and everyone who was in it, he'd just say, what a bunch of fools. They don't know what they're missing. So right. he would try to keep his confidence going. They have no idea who I am, but he had such a distinguishable voice. Donnie, will you play him from 90210? Uh, yep, I have that right here. This is from 1999. I was just over trying to register, and apparently my name isn't in the computer. Name? McKay. Dylan. Your application was denied. Should have gotten a letter. I moved. A member of my admissions team reviewed your material and found your essay more a mockery than a statement of purpose. I do believe you were in search of life, liberty, and the perfect wave. You know, they want you to sum up your your academic aspirations as well as your plans for the future in 500 words or less. Who can do that? About three. Uh, And his voice was so... You know, that is considered the first real teen soap. Beverly Hills Beverly 90210, Hills that it was the first show that was just like, that was explosive. I mean, yes, you had comedies like a Saved by the Bell and stuff like that, but it was a soap, you know, I mean, remember, About high school. a nighttime soap. I mean, remember Dylan's dad faked his own death in the boat explosion and the, the two, the two uh, uh, Jason Priestley and Shannon Doherty were from Minnesota, so they were the transplants, yes. transplants, but... Um, I mean, literally just everybody watched that show. And he even gave an interview, I think it was like three years ago when Riverdale started and he got cast as Archie's dad, Fred Andrews. And he's like, I know I'm going to be Dylan McKay until the day I die, but that's actually fine. I created Dylan. He's mine. So I always like it when somebody, because he did leave like season six. Yeah, he did. And then he was gone and then came back for season nine. Yeah. And he wanted to break the typecasting. And, you know, he did the bad boy trope, the bad boy with the sensitivity. And people called him a modern day, you know, um, James Dean because of, I mean, he was such a heartthrob. They were huge. Um, They were huge. That was such a huge, huge show. And Mark Harris, who... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Uh, is entertainment reporter his fir- first entertainment reporting gig was at Entertainment Weekly. And he mm-hmm. said, when I was at Entertainment Weekly in its first days, so early 1990s, 902 was on. 90210 was one of the earliest phenomenon we wrote as a storyline that they could cover every week because oh, of the right. cast and romances and what was going on on screen. Enough, he said there was so much drama with Shannon Dorter. Yes. Remember all and, of them? All yeah. of them were so famous. Luke Perry pretty much could have had the cover every week. The world made it very possible for him to be terrible. Instead, he was modest and gracious, and I'm terribly saddened by his passing. And then. Um, someone else said Luke Perry was very kind to bar staff, which is some of the highest praise you can give to famous people in Hollywood. Mm. And, and it was Molly Ringwald. That was her husband on uh, Riverdale. Riverdale. And so many a new group of people got to know him yes. because of Riverdale and yes. being Archie's dad. And his um, son is called Jungle Boy, and he's a professional wrestler. His real life son? His real life son, Jack, is a professional wrestler, and he goes by the name Jungle Boy. <laughs> um and they were with him, his son and his daughter and his fiance oh. and his mom and his stepdad and his brother and other friends Jeez. were all with him when he died. I think of all those young kids on the, on Riverdale because they have this great group of people playing the parents. Gina Gershon is Jughead's um, long lost mom that's back in the picture, a new villain. And okay. Skeet Ulrich is Jughead's dad. And. You know, Molly Ringwald was Archie's, Archie's and then mom, Luke and then Perry, Perry was his been, dad. He's been on. He and Skeet have been on since the beginning. Molly Ringwald just shows up here and there because she lives in Chicago, and Fred raised Archie after they got divorced he's, a couple of years oh, I see. ago. Okay, <laughs> but I mean, he's it's just like it's really like fifty two. Yeah. It's just so young. Mm-hmm. It's you know? so young. Jeez Louise. And uh, they closed the set down today. The Riverdale Writers Room is dedicating the rest of the season uh, of Riverdale to to um, Luke Perry. Luke Perry. And um, I don't know, you know, who knows what they're going to do with them on the well, on the show. Yeah. yeah. So they'll have to figure that out. But it's just like, really, that's sad for his family and friends, it's you know, so and he didn't he wasn't ever going to be part of this. 90210 reality kind of show that they're no. doing. They said he said he might agree to some guest appearances, yes. but that was it. But because I just, he, I think, stayed. He was friends, I know, with Ian and 
And I think uh, Ian and Jason Priestley. And Shannon Dory. Yeah, yep. so it sounds like maybe, I don't know how much he talked to Tori Spelling and the other one. Who was the other goofy gal? Jenny Garth. Jenny Garth. Oh, yeah. Oh, remember when she was One in of the here? best guests you've ever had. Here's oh. what the CW in Riverdale <laughs> Dale Dale and saying. Warner Brothers, this is their statement today. They said, we're deeply saddened to learn today about the passing of Luke Perry, a beloved member of the Riverdale Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and CW family. He was everything you would hope he would be. An incredibly caring, consummate professional with a giant heart. True friend to all, a father figure, mentor to the show's young cast. Yes. Luke was incredibly generous and he infused the set with love and kindness. Our thoughts are with his family during the most difficult time. Because think about it, all those Riverdale, the kids that are playing, uh, you know, the main high school characters and stuff. They not, they have the same kind of like explosive fame, but then with the social media. So, I mean, probably Luke Perry was like the a wise Yoda with those people he'd been been there done that been there done that yeah. and seen what the rumor mm. mill and all of mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so just reading all this just makes me want to cry he's just too young it it's it totally for a lot of mm-hmm. people you know that this was their like first high that your big high school crush and of course if you're like me you got to fall in love with him again on some hallmark movies he oh did in the yes interim. of course of course <laughs> he was always on a ranch in wyoming yeah, in Montana. and he showed up in there i think he was in oz and you know he would show up in guest oh yes, yes. And windfall many, jeremiah many of yeah. body approved that's too young. It is. We're very sad about that Luke Perry passed away. That one really hurts people. All right, listen. When we come back. Oh, my gosh. We can't even tell you. We can't even. <laughs> this is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's this? What's the latest? latest, latest. Trending online this afternoon continues to be the passing of Luke Perry. He passed away from a stroke today at the age of 52. Also, another uh, notable obituary in the world of celebrity would be Keith Flint. He was the singer for the band Prodigy back in the 90s. He passed away at the age of 49. Also trending, Pete Davidson and his uh, interesting display of PDA with new girlfriend Kate Beckinsale. They were at a New York Rangers game touching tongues. <coughs> Literally. <coughs> Just touching tongues. And also trending, people celebrating the 19th anniversary of PlayStation 2. Doesn't that make you feel old? And also trending online this afternoon. Can you describe the 80s with just five words? Try it and then use the hashtag, the 80s in five words. The music was really bad. Yeah. Good one. Thank you. You're, yeah, all right. <laughs> well, that's what's trending here at My Talk. And you can follow My Talk on Instagram. And if you do, you could win two tickets to see Michelle Obama at the XL Energy Center on March 13th. Three easy steps to be entered to win. One, follow My Talk on Instagram. Two, tag friends in the comment section. And three, like the post. The contest ends on March 7th. All right, Donnie, time for the weather. All right, scattered flurries tonight and into tomorrow. Nothing to worry about. Zero for the low tonight. 15, that'll be your Tuesday high. Probably not until the end of the week when we get back into the 20s. Right now, let's call it cloudy and eight at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com.
everybody. Okay, it's Monday. Are you ready? Are you in the mood for Monday today, everybody? Anybody? Can you describe it in three words? Let's see. <laughs> three um, words, yeah. Didn't even feel cold. Doesn't even feel cold anymore. If you know, even though it is cold, we have so much daylight. I was just like, go forth. Spring, I saw a cardinal. I mean, uh, signs of spring are around, even though we have five foot snowbanks and the bunnies are eating lilac and apple tree leaves. That's how high they are. So I you feel big, hopeful. I feel hopeful. That's, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, you know, I. When it's light, when we get out of work at six o'clock, that is awesome. Oh. Yeah, you have to admit. hours of daylight yep. is what we're up to. I so, think it's great. Yeah. So we can get through it. But uh, I don't know if you got through. Uh, I did. The uh, HBO Leaving Neverland last night that aired. Uh, part two is on tonight along with uh, Oprah's interview with the uh, two, you know, men who were in it. Um, Safe Chuck and Wade Robson and uh, what is the other kid's name? Safe Chuck is his last name. But I, I Donnie wasn't watching because he was uh, listening to Melissa Manchester trill and twirl yes, vocal acrobatics. Yes. But... It was stunning, and it was upsetting, and it was very tough to watch. My mom, I thought so too. My mom quit watching. She sent me a text. She just said it was too upsetting. And then someone else I know who's been sexually abused found it triggering. Right. And she had to leave it. But I thought that the, um, I thought that the, it was very, very believable. And, you know, the kids, you know, as young men going back on their stories and, and sharing. And if we think about it, Julia, we always knew that it was Michael Jackson was strange. And I'm putting that in quotations, maybe not right. Mm-hmm. And we said, oh, he's just like arrested development and childlike, but... Mm-hmm. Never had a childhood, really. No, he you didn't, know. but it's still no reason to become oh, no, no, what no, he no. became. And I I believed it. I mean, I don't know if there's a money grab here or whatever. I know Oprah is getting like attacked online. Because she's going to have the Q&A and the sit-down tonight? Because she's going to have the Q&A, and on Friday she did a little um, sneak peek of it, and she arguably you could say Oprah is the world's most famous abuse victim nine years old when she was raped didn't realize that that's what happened to her until she was older I think the part that and she also in this clip that they showed on Friday the director of this documentary she said I did 271 episodes of my Oprah show to get to particularly child sexual abuse and why kids don't speak up and Mm. what the uh, she said and you accomplished in four hours you explained in four hours what i couldn't explain in 271 Mm. so well the director and the producer was dan reedus he focuses on the um on two men wade robson who met michael jackson uh, when he won a dance contest and he was five years old in Australia. Yeah, he was so good he wasn't even supposed to compete. You had to be seven. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And then the other one was Jimmy Safechuck. Yeah, Jimmy. And he met him when he was just a little older and he um, first really saw him when they did a Pepsi commercial together. Yeah. And the thing, I guess, for me was um, 
you know, I'd read a lot of the things. Well, these people, you know, said he never did anything. They came out in support of Michael Jackson, blah, 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 blah. They didn't realize what, I, what happened to them, right? Well, Until they were older? They were really in love with Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know, they loved him. And that, to me, watching all that unfold and the terrible parenting that went on at the same time by these kids' parents, but just watching Thing their... struck moms. Uh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine if Michael Jackson calls your house and wants to play with your kid, yeah. how that would feel or how you would even react. Because I can't think of anyone that big of a deal right now. Back then, you know, he was just yeah. the the king of pop. But I felt for these young men Safe in their talk, lives, especially when he was talking about the rings and that they had a they had a ceremony. pretend they had a marriage. Michael ceremony. Jackson was like a nine year old boy. He had arrested development. He he really was a child. But but he wasn't. But he was adult too, and he made horrible decisions. Like I'm just saying. Lisa but he, Marie has talked about how that Michael Jackson talking in that high childish voice. He didn't always talk that way and that he talked to her in his other way that he was like wearing two faces. And the man in the mirror. Yeah. And and at Finding Neverland, there were so many secret places and secret places for him to to do these things. And it's starting out slowly and don't tell anybody. My life will be over. Your life will be over. The Mm -hmm. threats The you know, you could go to Neverland and there were rides and candy and 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 um, I mean, who wouldn't want to be there instead of at school or, mm-hmm. you know, doing something else? Eh. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. I, I, I totally believe that it was a slow, methodical bringing the kids in and, and, and then playing I, with them. And yeah, then, and showing like they would have drills about how to get... If case anyone was knocking at the door. How help. to get dressed yeah. fast. And it was... It was and how he kind of had a roster of um, boys just sort of coming and going. And even I watched this excerpt of a, I can't remember what interview it was, if it was that British guy, about how he scolds. I think it was the Martin Bashir interview. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jackson says how if there is nothing wrong with sleeping with and seven, some- eight, nine, ten year old boys as a grown man that we all have a dirty mind. Mm-hmm. Remember, he kind yeah, of he did yeah. scolded yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was wrong with us? Well, nothing. He was acquitted. I mean, after they tried. Well, yeah, he was. He was yeah. in Ooh, 2005, and there was nothing wrong with us. I think that we well, didn't the kid, know. The kid, I think, I think that Michael Jackson was um, open to having people come after him for false claims because he's famous, he's rich, and maybe this kid this gavin kid that which is not one of the people that yeah the movie features but was the reason why there was a court case yeah there wasn't anything there wasn't any that story and robson was like 11 Mm -hmm. and he testified he didn't even know what was happening to him and his mom testified and and he didn't think it was sex he didn't think what was happening was sex Mm -hmm. and when you think about it who would let an 11 year old be the defense for a man who's 40 years old that nothing happened. I mean, that's how money it's eye-opening. can buy you yep. a good attorney. I don't know. Yeah, I just thought it was but, really... But the mother had to have allowed she him did. to testify. She, they, yes, right? she, okay, did. The mom, she did. The mm. mom from Wade, Wade Robson's mom. She's the one who Apparently came Apparently tonight, she's going to come off extremely bad. Yeah. And it, it just... You know, you can say this is terrible parenting. Why would you let your kid be alone? It's terrible behavior on the it's, part of Michael Jackson. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
And they dropped, the Jackson Estate dropped a concert film on YouTube last night, about an hour into it. And they're doing the same thing tonight. Supposedly unseen footage. Oprah's getting a lot of hate. I certainly hope Michael Jackson's kids didn't watch it. There's people who feel extremely strongly that this is, this isn't true. Well, he can be both a musical genius and a pedophile at the same time. Mm -hmm. I mean, those two things can be true. And that's what he was. Absolutely. They're not mutually exclusive. Yeah. I mean, you just look at all, all of the stuff, all the things that add up that don't make sense. I mean, who, what guy, what grown guy, and we just made the excuse for Michael Jackson because we said, oh, he had arrested development. He got famous when he was five. I wasn't making an excuse, Lori. I was saying that some of his behavior, why he wanted to hang around with young boys, it didn't mean he wasn't a pedophile. It was some of his behavior with his lost childhood, so to speak. But that's what we like to say that it was, but it was really Michael Jackson just grooming kids. And he got the blanket okay, because if any other guy, if you were dating a guy who was 38 years old and his best friends were seven and eight, eight, (laughs) I mean, you would... You You wouldn't date him. You wouldn't date him. You wouldn't think that that was anything okay. And that... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. That's how the excuse, oh, look at, he's just, uh, I mean, so many people refuse to believe, you know, kids about this kind of stuff because they don't even know what's happening to them. Well, and that was the, I thought that was really interesting when you're watching Wade Robson, who's maybe like 30 something now, and he has his own child or two kids, I think. Well, he was a very successful choreographer and had to step, stepped away from it after his kid was born because he all of a sudden was like, oh my God. Having some flashbacks and, and well, memories dance, came. Yeah. Dance was such a big part of his life. But watching him say, I was only seven, and you look at the little pictures of him, and he was such a little, sweet, innocent boy. I mean, that really yes. is horrible. Yeah. Well, I'm, there's more tonight. There's two more hours. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, Safe Check was very, he did, I mean, he thought he was in love with Michael. Mm-hmm. He didn't see what that it was wrong until he grew up. His description of the events was the, very, was the was most disturbing mm. because, I don't know, there was just something about how he was very vulnerable to everything oh. he admitted. And who the hell would publicly want to go through this if it wasn't? True, you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense at all. And um, 
Lisa Marie, somewhere there is an interview where she talked about Lisa Marie Presley, where he was conning her and he wasn't childlike and he acted and spoke like a regular adult. And the childlike thing was just an elaborate put on. And um, that Neverland, we know that from when somebody went there, maybe even Matt Lauer, and it had all the hidden bedrooms yeah, yep, yep, in yep. every single building on the mm. whole place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Uh, by the way, before we go, I think Oprah's interview with these two men is also going to be on on OWN. It is. It's that dumb. So if you don't have HBO, Yo, you can yes. watch it on OWN. Right. That's true. The That's a good call. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was just like, I was just like, it's hard to watch. Yeah. It was hard to watch. And, and I, yeah, Michael and, Jackson, uh, terribly you're going dis- to feel different. Terribly disturbing. It. Yeah. Very. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, we come back. We're gonna we're gonna fix something and solve something. Dirty story of leaving Neverland, and we're gonna watch part two tonight. And watch Oprah, and people are upset that love Michael Jackson. You know that some people cannot handle knowing something bad about their idol. Well, I think other thing that is true about this is that. Um, it's hard when these children, children yeah. so young, testified on Michael Jackson's behalf yeah. in 2005. They were so young. And that, you know, I think a lot of people, you don't remember some things about your childhood. I remember, Absolutely. you know, when the Kavanaugh thing was happening, I, I kind of remembered something that happened to me in high school and how it triggered something in me. And, yeah. and you know, you just... People's truths are their truths, and this is just being presented to you by, yeah. you know, this gentleman who made that movie, and it's yeah. their truth, and it's hard not to believe it. Yeah. So, people can choose whatever they want, though. Yeah. People yeah. make their own decisions about everything, and that's free. free you can. You I know, mean, but I think it's just very hard for me, I thought, as a parent to understand how... Looking how, at the parents. Yeah, yeah, how that could happen. But then I think he was Michael Jackson. He yeah. was everything. And your little kid had loved him. And oh, Rex, my the gosh. Dance moves. We see this. Yeah. Why would Robson. you suspect him? No, you yeah, wouldn't. you wouldn't. You, yeah. you wouldn't suspect anything. In the a, one mom, Save Chuck's mom, you know, yeah, she, was she was like, she said a, a couple times, I was like, what? You know, yeah. anyway. We'll, we'll have more to say out on tomorrow. And people we'll watch wanna, it. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I can compartmentalize and I could still listen to a oh, Michael I'm Jackson. Oh, I'm still listening to his music. Song. There's a lot of horrible artists out there that have done horrible things. That yeah. I still, but I mean, then I heard like Natalie Morales talking with the... Um, Access Hollywood, and she's like, I don't know if I can listen to him the same way. So it just all depends on you know if you're if you can do that or not. You know, I've been divorced twice. I can (laughs) compartmentalize. Well, here's here's someone who's still on a rant, and I think he has a good reason. That's Steven Spielberg, and he has during the whole Oscar campaign season, he has spoken out about the fact that Roma was a movie that was made for Netflix that wouldn't follow the traditional distribution channels of being played in movie theaters and giving them access to their movie for at least a month, but it's usually they get a uh, a two to three month window to have access to that movie to play it. Well, it's kind of like, uh, well, here, let's have the Today oh, Show explain right. it. That might be easier. All, all right. right. 
Part one. This morning, legendary filmmaker Steven Spielberg may be preparing to face off against the world of streaming. Spielberg is expected to advise the Film Academy that movies from streaming services like Netflix's Roma, fresh off its Oscars success, should not be eligible for Academy Awards. Instead, they should compete for the television-focused Emmy Awards, which include TV movies. A spokesperson for Spielberg's production company tells IndieWire the three-time Oscar winner feels strong strongly about the situation, adding he'll be happy if the others will join his campaign. The famed director, who represents the directors on the Academy board, has spoken out about streaming services in the past, telling ITV News last March, Once you commit to a television format, you're a TV movie. You, you, you certainly, if, if it's a good show, deserve an Emmy, but not an Oscar. I don't believe that films that are just get give, are given token qualifications in a couple of theaters for less than a week should be should qualify for for the Academy Award nomination. Okay, so right. and if you notice, now this is all very inside baseball. Yeah, and of it course is. we love, you know, we've always kind of thought it was fun how the Oscar campaigns have come together. That's really been a recent phenomenon, like in, you know, the last like Harvey Weinstein with uh Shakespeare in Love right. is credited with doing an Oscar campaign. campaign. And so um in when we saw during the Oscars the ad for The Irishman, which yes. is a Scorsese yep. film mm-hmm. being funded by Netflix mm-hmm. that's got everybody and their brother in it. And when they did the trailer, they put the Chiron said in theaters next fall. And that is because they probably know this rule change might happen because when Roma came out, it was just in select theaters. It wasn't even. It was like it was in select theaters. Chris Hewitt said you got to see it on a big screen. Right? Yeah, it was like at Edina, you know, and in a lot of cities, it just was there for a week, a week, and then gone. You know, blah blah blah. So he wants it to be four weeks minimum, and then a box office number is report you know then it's reported as the box office yeah it follows the rules because netflix doesn't report box office numbers or how many people are watching it and all these other but if you're four weeks then that's considered a theatrical run and then Mm -hmm. you have to release your numbers when you do select theaters for a week then you don't. So you can play the next one if okay. they have a little bit more explanation. At this year's ceremony, Netflix soared, winning four Oscars, tying for the most by any studio. The company's film Roma, with its limited theatrical release, was up for ten nominations, including Best Picture, and notched three wins, including Best Director for Alfonso Cuaron. In an era when more content than ever is available at the click of a button, A-list movie makers like Quaron and the Coen brothers are linking up with streaming hubs to bring their art to the masses. Oscar-nominated filmmaker Ava DuVernay tweeted, One of the things I value about Netflix is that it distributes black work far and wide, adding I've had just one film distributed wide internationally. Not Selma, not Wrinkle, it was 13th by Netflix. That matters. Well, in it, it, a lot of people, yeah. there's a lot of mixed feelings on this because yeah, yeah, people yeah. are like the cat's already out of the bag. I think the other part of it 
that bothered people so much is Netflix had so much money behind the campaign for Roma. Roma, 40 million. So I kind of feel like and there's like, a couple different things here that they're trying to discuss. One should be limiting the amount of money you spend on a movie. One should be if you're going to Well, put, they're not ever going to limit what somebody can uh, spend for marketing and promotion. Just like running for president. Yeah, but they don't limit that money either. So, I mean, that would be the better place to limit money. But I think it's... Uh, it's there. It's interesting because see, like Netflix wants a big imprint for Irishmen, and they want it to play in the movies. So they're kind of like maybe wanting to have it both ways. I don't know if the Joe Q public really, you know, cares about it. But Hollywood is like, okay, are we going to penalize Hollywood for making movies or penalize Hollywood for not getting butts into theater seats, which is the big business theatrical film model? Well, Ben well, Affleck talking about Triple yeah. Frontier, he says, you know, we filmed it just like we film any other movie. And where to the actors. It is yeah. an up task. Yeah. yeah. But I think, you know, Steven Spielberg, he's... Um, he's really got a boner for this he one. He really yeah. has a boner for this one. And, and they're wondering, is he really, you know, picking the right fright? Fight. He's the Academy governor representing the director's branch of the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. And he wants there to be rules around this that everyone follows and it's fair. And I guess he really thinks the theatrical experience should be in a movie theater. That's his thing that he wants. Yeah. And people are saying, you know, well, way back when, when Jaws came out, there was never as big as a commercial push for a movie ever before for a summer blockbusters because yeah, blo- Jaws was the first one and yep. he d- did that. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of, I think it's a lot of conversation, but it, we'll see where I, it ends up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He's got a, we have no impact on it. We have, you really, Lori, yeah, we have absolutely really, zero I feel that about every way we talk, I think we yeah. talk about it. Yeah, I know. Here. But Green Book got a lot of people going to the theater I know this it weekend did. after yeah. it won Best yeah, Pictures. So there you go. All right, listen, we come back.